Welcome to episode 3 of Dead Letter Radio. I am your host, Taze, and once again, this is the podcast featuring everyone who submitted uh, their writing, poetry, short letters, short stories, and I want to take a moment in the beginning this time to say thank you to everyone who continues to share their work. This podcast, even though it's only episode 3, so it's not many at all, but it's only doable because of you who are willing to share, put yourselves out there, even anonymously, and have uh, your writing read. So I appreciate it so much. To start off, I want to start off with the quote, Poetry is meant to be shared. Um, this is from our first uh, submitter, but I, this quote of theirs, when I was talking to them about sharing their work, um, I just thought it was nice. In a lot of ways, I think we bottle up a bit too much. Uh, especially when it comes to personal matters, or maybe whether positive or negative, um, because we fear how people think, or we fear that it will be a bother to them. And so for me, poetry and writing was always a great way to vent, whether positively or negatively. Um, And I think it's only healthy to find yourself being comfortable with people and sharing what you're going through, what's on your mind, um, instead of holding back because of that fear of how either they'll judge you or it'll be too, too much of a bother for them. We have a set time limit we live, so why not um, be at least honest about what those we are close to. Anyways, that's my rant based on that quote. The first piece is by Felix Carlos, and it's titled, My Mom Smokes in the Bathroom. Usually after dinner, just disappears for a short moment. The table cleared already. Dishes stacked and dried, porcelain kept at the wooden cabinet. She thinks I don't know, sprays the wall with Lysol, the lavender kind, and when I smell it, I think of the flowers they put around the city, a display of decay and desperation. Still, it smells like red. I pretend to not notice, not even when she gargles with cherry-flavored mouthwash and kisses me goodnight. When it hits nine, she goes out sit in the balcony and look for things to calm her nerves. When that fails, she light another, and another until she falls asleep. Sometimes when even that fails to give her peace, she goes back to my room and stares at me, unblinking, exhausted, and fragile. When this happens, I dream of her packing her bags, her cigarettes, and porcelain cups, and she would leave. When I wake up, I'll find her there, Sweat soaking her oversized shirt. Coffee on one hand, the crossword on the other. Then she would hear my footsteps. She would take deep breaths, realign her lips into a smile, and she would say, good morning. So thank you, Felix, for submitting this piece that, to me, is just super honest. I mean, I think a lot of people, including myself, have felt or ask this question, which they put, um, a quote from Felix was, the piece is about, is my mother resentful of me at some point in her life? Having kids is obviously a big life changer. And we think about how much parents have sacrificed um, for our sake, even though we didn't choose to be born. So that question can sometimes easily pop up in our heads. I mean, I've thought about it before. I'm pretty sure other people have thought about it before. And to me, this piece is just 
incredibly relatable and something so many people have been through. The next one is uh, an anonymous submission. It's a letter titled, Hey. I know it's been some time, but you still plague my mind like crazy. I mean, some days I don't think of you as much, but as of lately, I can't detach you from my thoughts. Maybe I'm still trying to process how it all happened. The way you held me. The way you kissed me. The way you said my name right the first time and every time after that. The way you pulled my hoodie to scoot closer to you. The way you held my hand. The way you showed me all your songs. The way we connected. The way I felt in your comfort. Who knows if you even think about me, or dream about me, or think about the unique way we met. But I can't wrap my mind around how everything felt so good in those moments, to when we departed ways at the airport that day. Since then, nothing's really been the same. Anyways, I hope you're okay, and I miss the you I got to meet. Thank you for sharing that letter. I miss the you I got to meet. A very few true words in my mind have been said, especially when it comes to how our relationships with people change. This next piece is by Instagram user Nighttime Java, titled A Seed in the Orange Tornado. A wasteland, distaste hands, unseen, still perceived, unclean, ill, bereaved. As land-dwelling seeds grieving, planted in the sea, through the thoughts that see, thoughts that see me, we both remain insane, a name, a flame of the blaze that was said seen. Dead action, take three, take thirteen, eat another seed, take me. When the giants come to play, they leave no sign where they were headed, save the trees, beheaded, secret memories. They tried but couldn't seem to stomach, then ate the lies, cause both, just like me, and unlike me, they see our youngest through actions, through mirrors perceived as sadness, because of guilt, me cause of hilts, of swords I no longer swing, of cords, a leakage of my lips no longer, only wreckage, gone are the days I've known, I'm missing beings who I don't know if I knew, as a seed before the orange tornado. Thank you, Nighttime Java, for sharing that piece with us. I'm a huge fan of just very visual pieces when it comes to writing. Um, it's how I a lot of times go by writing when there's a scene in my mind. And so I was a huge fan of this one. Nighttime Java also stated when it comes to this poem, the whole idea behind it more or less is I'm putting words to fragments of memory and mental imprints that surface at times when I meditate while asking the question, what happened before I got here? So I want to pose that question to everyone who's listening. What happened before you got here? Before you listened to this episode? Before you went to bed last night? Before last year? Before the pandemic, really? Um, before you were born? What decisions or actions or circumstances got you to the point that you are today in your life. It's just something to reflect on. This next one is by Nick Gaudio, part of the Austin Poets Union at ATX Poets, and it is titled Luciferin. 
for all the delicate revelations you can find in this unjust world, at least one is in the rhythm. A firefly hangs when it exhales light over a pond's algae one late October night. Mating is partly a philosophy the firefly can't explain on its own. How light is the medium. How they need hands to cast themselves in a jar. How hands need light to trim away the dark. How everything needs each other to see a hallowed yellow burn into so many fateful forms indemnified by this black forest's trappings before everything, too, becomes trapped. But finding few, can we catch one? This one to fly, this one to be captured, this one to escape hands, only to return as caught and destined to be caught. So when I see you've caught two, and poke the too large hole with a pen in a mason jar's makeshift lid, it's not without a subtle reason. You've just imagined yourself as a captive. You've just imagined yourself not breathing. You've just imagined your last breath. I realize this is not by chance alone. It is all merely a part of the Firefly's brilliant exit strategy. Thank you, Nick, for sharing uh, this poem. First of all, I had to do a little bit of research. Luciferin is, I guess, the word that describes the Firefly's glow. And I just... It sets a scene, does it? Doesn't it? I mean, this whole thing of the fireflies light cutting in the dark, people ca- catching them, and then just to maybe you let that one go because you imagine yourself being caught, and maybe the firefly is aware that you imagine yourself being caught. This next piece is by Reddit user Iodajo, and I hope I'm saying that one right. It is titled "I Could Fall in Love with Anybody." The truth of the matter is, I can fall in love with people I don't like. I could hide it, crush it down into smithereens, but it wouldn't be worth the fight. Once my heart is set, my mind is up, I'm completely complexed by any ordinary guy. There was the poet, then the guitar player, then the one who spoke like a broken record, then the one who thought I was his savior. I fell in love with them. I could fall in love with someone I hate, someone who's never spoke to me or has never even pronounced my name. I could fall in love with you, your neighbor, your least favorite person. That's right, the person who is in your mind now, that person you despise with every single piece. I could fall in love with anybody, because anybody is never me. Thank you, Ayadejo. I mean... To me, the answer to a question that I guess wasn't asked, but the answer is self-love, which isn't easy at all, at least for the majority of people and myself. Um, But to know your value, to know that you are not the lowest bar when it comes to finding the next person in your life that you'd want to share your time with, to cultivate that self-love so that it's an equal playing field when it comes to you valuing yourself and valuing the other person to fall in love, not because that person's not you, but because they compliment you. So take that as you will. But thank you, Ayodejo. I think it's a great piece. It's a heartfelt, honest idea. So to 
wrap up this episode, I wanted to share this letter. It's submitted anonymously, titled True Light. I'm so bored right now. I know. Join the club. All this sitting at home is mind-numbing. So I'm going to write something nice and upbeat for a change, just to fill the time. I know I tend to write sad things that focus on the ways you hurt me. I'm setting that aside tonight. Instead, I'm going to make a list of the things that made me enjoy knowing you, the things I miss. So, here are some of those things in no particular order. You have a great sense of humor. You have a nice smile, the kind that makes other people want to smile too. You have a very reassuring demeanor. It puts people at ease and makes them feel comfortable and safe. You are really talented at a lot of different things. You are detail-oriented, but not in an obnoxiously picky kind of way. You make efficient use of time, knowing when to work hard and when to have fun. You don't talk too much during rehearsal. My current director is a chatterbox, and it drives me nuts. Also, you don't make people do stupid, touchy-feely stuff. You have good taste in music. I don't think there was a single song you chose that I didn't like. With other groups, I usually only like about a quarter of the repertoire, if that. You really seemed genuinely interested in and willing to work with all different kinds of people, except me. You expect excellency in yourself and others and strive to achieve it. You get excited about cool ideas. You aren't afraid to share about yourself and to be honest and vulnerable about your fears. You care about your family. You run marathons. You take care of your appearance and take pride in your professional image. You bring light to the people around you and try to make the world a better place. You were a good friend. I can understand why so many people want to know you. I know you get down on yourself sometimes. When you feel that way, look at this list and remember that you are valued and cared for. So thank you to that person who sent it in. The reason I wanted to include um, this letter as the final piece, when it comes to relationships, obviously it seemed to come a lot in writing, especially when the personal writing, but we can have bad experiences with people, not necessarily because they're bad people, but we can have those still bad experiences and relationships can fall apart. And it's so easily to focus on the negative and everything that's been wrong, but to take time and focus on the positives of a person and given that the positives of a situation, especially with the pandemic going on and everything like that, to take a step away from the darker things and focus on the lighter things. I think it's a lesson we can all learn um, to apply just because there always will be negative things about someone, about something. And the negative things always so easily, I think, overshadow the positive. But give the positivity some a moment to shine. Focus on that light every now and then. And also, especially because of today's circumstances tell the people you care about the people you know what you like about them what you care about them what you appreciate sometimes that's what people need to hear you know not i scratched that not sometimes but i would like to say people need to hear why you value them and i don't mean need by that's the only thing that keeps them going in life but 
too often than not, I don't think we hear that, even from friends, even from family. So take time. Tell those people what you enjoy about them, what you appreciate. Um, something I can work on, but I think that people you know, whether they say it or not, will appreciate that. So that is episode three of Dead Letter Radio. Once again, thank you so much to all those who submitted. Um, things have been hectic a bit. So, I, you know, I worked on this episode when I could to put it together for all of you. And it's a great thing for me to do because it just kind of keeps my mind occupied, especially during this crazy period of time. And I love re- reading people's writing from different perspectives of your lives, whether it's creative or it's just a generally an um, honest piece regarding something. I enjoy it thoroughly, and I hope everyone who listens does as well. If you are curious about the people who submitted pieces and had their name attached, everyone that, you know, had either a name or a social media handle attached will be um, listed in the description. So you can take a look there and see exactly who submitted what. And if you want to give them a shout out or let them know how much you liked their piece or a follow, you can do so easily. At least I try to make it as easy as possible so people get credit where they want credit. Along with that, if you are interested in submitting your own piece, you can uh, message me on Twitter, that's deadlettercast, C-A-S-T, or you can also follow me on Instagram at deadletterradio, um, and let me know uh, that you want to share a piece, and we can go over more details on how to do that, and it could be possibly included in a future episode. And if you enjoyed this, leave a review if, if you can. Not all sites allow, but if you can, leave a review, or message me, tell me that you enjoyed it, Reach out to those who submitted a piece. Tell them that you enjoyed their piece being read. Share it with friends and family if you think they'll enjoy this type of podcast. It's short and it comes out on every Sunday. At least I'm trying to do that. And it's just it gives the time for people to hear what everyone in the world is saying. You know, the voice is big and small from a personal um, counting of their lives. I guess you could word it like that. So anyways... Enough rambling. This is Taze. Um, I am running Dead Letter Radio, and I hope you all are having a great day. Safe travels.